What? Oh, fine. Is microwave time real or not? Dun, dun, dun. Of course it's real. There's a number. Okay. Yeah, but here's the deal. Just because something has a number, has a number, does not make it time-related. It doesn't make it chronological. For instance, we are at apartment, you know. I'm not going to give out the same information over the internet, obviously. Okay, so let's say it's five. The next one over is six. next one over from that is seven. See? Space. Not time. It doesn't Space. have to be time. But it could be an indication of time, because it could mean that there is one unit of time between the apartments. No, because you can go straight from 5 to 11 by walking across the street. That doesn't mean that you spent... Well, how do you, you know, know the, the way the guy that I know everything! What? He, he does have a point, though. This is building 31. Do I know everything? No, no, no. This is building 31. Number 1 is across the way. It depends upon how you get there. Maybe you Not take a really. longer way. I take right? a pogo stick, or I walk, or I jump on somebody's back as they think they're going to go out to their car to go home tonight. And I go, on, Stephen, take me to building number one. Heads up, I might be doing that. <laughs> You're going to want to run. Okay, so microwave time cannot be re- real. Okay, it is, it is, it is its own dimension, its own extra dimension. Oh, see what I did there? Don't give me that. Fine. Now that you're drinking, Andrew, the universe. Ha ha! See, you didn't do it on time. Doesn't count. Okay, I was lubricating! Good for you! Okay, everyone needs to lubricate once in a while. I'm just saying that not in the middle of the podcast. This is The Cooking Show, episode 83 for April 1st, 2015. I'm your host, Stephen Orvis, and with me today, we have two guests, Andrew Bailey. Hello. And Chris Bayhoff. Really? You've known me for over a year and a half now, and you still cannot pronounce my last name. Is it Baffelhoff, the way Andrew says it You know it what? That's close enough. I just slur it. I just be like, bleh. Just Chris Orvis. Okay, we'll just go with that. It'll be easier. <laughs> Back to the point at hand. Go ahead. Now that I find out I'm related to you, so scary thought. It <laughs> is. You know, we do actually have, you know, same color skin, same color hair, and even goes the same way, too. Wow. So it goes the same way. How many fingers do you have? I don't know. I never really sat count, down and went, count, one, count. five. Count, okay, here we go. Count. Wait, are we counting the thumbs, or are we yes, not yes, counting yes, the thumbs? Yes, 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 one. Wait, no, there's more than one okay. thumb. Two. If you don't have more than one thumb, we can't be real. What if? Oh, I do. I have two. Wait, what if you get your hand cut off because then we'd still be related? See, this is once more about counting. Okay, you see this is a time thing, I see it as a space thing. Okay, even though we might be related, we have very wow. Time and space I can just Time and space right cannot now. be compared. Obviously they can. No. We just did. We just did. Maybe because, he didn't, but he and I just Because did. time is a function of some gravitational field within the space. It's a, it's the curvature of gravity, yes. What's your point? Well, space is one thing, time is another. Okay, but they are inexplicably connected. They are. Inexorably, too. You know, there's, like in uh, computer programming, there's space and time trade-offs. You know? You can either use more memory or more space to speed up your processing time. Or you can uh, save space, but increase your processing time. So you're saying that you can either have one or the other? Huh? 
In most cases, yes. This is about computer programming, but the show is supposed actually, to be about Actually, actually, the show recently has lost its way. So that's why we're going, as you said, back to the original topic, food. So food! Food! I have a weird question that I'm just going to throw out there that I probably have already asked like five times, and I've never really gotten a straight answer. You never got an answer. Are you sure that's the original topic? Because sometimes someone will ask me in the middle of a conversation, what was the original topic here? And I will... Not saying every time, but generally speaking, I just make it up off the top of my head. And we they could just tell. have to go, yeah, they just have to go along with it. Because I know, right? And they can't. They don't, is the point. You know? Tradition versus law. Which, once more, you can't have one without the other. You cannot have law without some form of tradition, without some sort of. Could you speak up a little bit? Not extremely. <laughs> Bam! Clapping, even though you banned it. Wow, my hair is just really alive right now, isn't it? Whoosh! Okay, Which is listen. why you're Webster. <laughs> Whatever. I don't even care. You're all Taylor's <laughs> Whatever. Listen. Listen. Here's the deal. Okay, you cannot have law without tradition, because that's where, where laws come from. It's the common traditions. And you cannot have tradition without laws. You cannot have a, a functioning group of people without some sword, sort of law. Or swords. Yes, swords. swords. Are great. Yes. Guns. Guns swords. Are well, better. you can have it without guns, but really, if you want to get a bunch of people together, you need a sword. At least in the next, in my experience, you do. So, uh, all three of us, uh, if you couldn't tell already, we've just been backed from an Indian restaurant. How on earth could they possibly know that? They just do. They sense it from it's us? just the smell, you can smell the spices and... Yes, it goes through the internet as an yes. attachment to the MP3. And you can just download it and it, you just play the, the, play the smell and it just fills the room. That must be one of those, like, Python add-ons that you have to download. I just, listen, my computer, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm not a Mac, I'm a Windows, and, and... Apparently Linux. And apparently Linux. See, that's the thing, though, is that, like, I don't think I get that, you know? It doesn't, the smell does not, does not hit me. Maybe I just, maybe I need to download, like, a, uh, a patch for that? Is that how it works? Is there a patch? Like, is it a smoker thing? Is there a patch? Stand by for garbage collection. Is he gonna back up? No, he's going the other way. <laughs> really? We're not going to do anything with standby for garbage collection in the middle of a podcast, really? I, that's really? that's just you how it works. No you have no we, material. We, we just wait, and then if he backs up, we laugh at him. Wait. The <laughs> universe drives by. <laughs> <laughs> so. Why do I do this to myself? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. Food. Let's talk about deliciousness. Food. Eating food. About. I had lamb tonight. What well, did you what guys Well, what else have? are you going to do with food? Uh, married? Oh, I love my lamb so much. I've actually, actually done that a couple times. You right? married a lamb a couple of times? Not a lamb. Wow, that's not my... Whoa. That's racist. If you, well, actually, that's kind of like the opposite, right? Because that's saying you're more accepting of other people that you marry a, that, that, an animal. A lamb that, isn't a people, though. How can you be more accepting? Racist! You can eat... You can marry... A dolphin in India. You can do it. That is racist. That is... How is that racist? Because That's not racist. That's I'm, the opposite of racism. I'm, I'm trying to think how you think, Chris. I, that is how I you think. That's a scary Do I really place. think That's like a, that, really? Pretty much as soon as another animal or color is mentioned, you... Racist! Thank you. Wow. What are you talking about? No. You said animal or color, and then he screams racist and points at me. I didn't say those words. Which, by the way, is ironic because I just said those words and no one pointed at what Because racist. you never point at yourself when you say that. 
Okay. You don't I, know that. I could use my toes. Ha! Okay. Always point. So Boys! I am really uncomfortable sitting between you two right now. It's Why? Because probably a bad spot. <laughs> it's a little bit. A okay. A little bit. Okay. So marrying a dolphin. Unlike you two racists. Lamb. I was vegetarian this evening and had uh, the fresh vegetable utter pound. That's so was racist. it good? It was very good. That's just so, so what did you have, Chris? No, I'm I'm not. I you don't, don't talk to you. Don't want, you don't want to talk about it, the food? It, I, I want to talk about the food. I want to say, you know, it's a little spicy. I like Indian food. I really do. It's delicious. It's scrumptious. It just, it makes me want to eat it more. It makes me want to move to India and just like live in a field and just like eat food all day. You don't even know. You don't even know. But um, it's just, I get very concerned around people who eat no meat in their meal. I can't do that. I can't live Okay, like that. that is racist. I can't live like this anymore. That How's is that? racist. No, that's not. That's not. I married a lamb, like, twice. <laughs> well, three times. We divorced. It's, you know what? I gotta start laying it out for you guys. I, I hope that I'm gonna recommend that neither of you marry. It all started a long... Time ago on a dusty Tuesday. We got it. No. First of all, first of all, and you should know this, it's seven and a half years ago on a dusty Tuesday. That's a completely different subject. Okay, I got half of it. A long, long, long two and a half weeks ago is what I was going to say. Well, two and three quarters. On a dusty well, Tuesday. Well, two and five eighths is closer to it. It's very complicated because... One so, more. so a dusty Tuesday. No. It was, it was, listen, it was microwave time, so it doesn't exist. See? See what I did there? Do you see what I did there? Ah, 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 I made it not exist. Anyway, so we married, and then we divorced, and then we married again, for obvious reasons, that are legal and complicated, and then we separated, and then shh, I probably say she, right? That makes it a little less awkward. Okay, and then the lamb, um, accidentally got remarried, a drunk night in Vegas, long story, so then she had to divorce me so that she could... Um, you know, I just, I feel like I shouldn't ever say any of that ever again. Okay, we're all good with that. Great. Lamb is delicious, though, but I had the variety platter because I love variety. I really do. Because I'm not racist. Good for you. So, so now, since this is the first time, Webster, that you have been on the cooking show. Uh, I do, is... I refuse to acknowledge that I'm being called Webster right now. Okay. So go team. So, since this is your first time on the cooking show, that means we get to do an interview. So, the first question is... We get to? We get to... Yes, we... We. 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 This is a tradition or this is the law? This is the law. Oh. Oh, of my. Of the cooking show. Do you get, like, do you get taken to the beating shack or what? It, just... has, it has never come to that. Wow. As Good long for as, you. As long as you, you, you answer the questions. I don't so. have to answer honestly, right? I mean, this isn't, this is like Congress where I can just, like, make stuff up and be like, well, that depends on your definition. And by the way, I do know the definition where it is. Go ahead. That's good. What inspires you? What doesn't inspire me? I mean, I really have more problems. I think you know this. I have more problems not reacting to something than I do, like, being calm. Okay, now you know I'm neutral. You know this. I've mentioned it several (laughs) times. But occasionally, you'll notice that I just tend to just... 
over virtually nothing. Like silence. Even silence will just set me off like the drop of a hat, which isn't complete silence, but it's close enough. So we'll put you down for you're inspired by nothing. Yeah, let's just go okay. with that. I'm mis- well, no, but that's kind of a, uh, uh, it's a misnomer. We should say... Maybe uh, empty spaces. Empty so- spaces. There you go. The it void. takes nothing to set you off. Um, well, let's try... Let's see, it's, it's Amas- Amatsu Kobayashi, I believe it is. The Japanese god of nothingness before the creation of the universe. So that inspires you? No. I, it's once more, we're lying about virtually everything we're doing. My name isn't even Chris Bauhoff. Okay. It's Chris Bauhoff. Or just... Basilhoff. Basilhoff, that was it. Okay, go ahead, I'm listening. Okay, next question. Wait, what inspires you? Puppies? We're he, not interviewing me. We're interviewing you. Well, I can ask questions in return, can't I? I just asked another question, by the way. See how that worked? Okay, but we can be very short. Okay, brief. short. 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 You want my question? No, yes! Well, why do you think I'm waiting here? Go ahead. Okay. What got you started in eating and cooking? Short. Okay. That makes no sense. <sighs> that is quite vague. That is... Sounds what like you correct. said? It, we it can be like short. Webster. Okay. It sounds like Webster. You want to know, you want to know what got me started on eating and cooking. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if not for eating and cooking, I would have starved to death, which according to Andrew makes me not people. Mm-hmm. Very good. Interesting. Yes. So, what was your first gigantic hamburger you ate? That takes me back to the... Me and Lamb Chop, called the Lamb Chop, we were, we were going out and I realized I really needed a big... And then I looked across the table and realized, what on earth? Dude, I just married a lamb. What was I thinking? So I ate the uh, giant hamburger. Once more, complete fabrication. I don't know. I actually don't tend to eat very large food. You know that I actually graze more like more like cattle. Yes. Like, I can't There's eat. like a lamb thing you, you graze on the, 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 the grass with your, your lamb. She's not my lamb anymore. She was married, remember? Okay. Thanks for bringing up such a hurtful memory. Which, by the way, back to the point at hand, I eat in small mouths. You actually did it tonight. You saw yes, me you up. always... Always need a box. Yes. That is not true. I've never seen you finish a meal. That is not You saw it. Andrew, tell him. He has always taken a box. That is (laughs) lies. (laughs) No, you actually saw me one time, you know, not... Oh, does wrapping up your burrito and taking it out not count as a box? No, you saw me one... No, it was when we went out to dinner with the parents and units, I think, when you went over for the... When you came over for the Super Bowl? Okay, one exception. What do you say? You can't take home the appetizers. My name is Andrew Basselhoff, and I was wrong about Chris Orvis, or whatever it is. Continuing along, go ahead. Okay, next question. What tools do you use to eat now? A fork, knife, chopsticks? How have they changed? Virtually anything. Okay, personally, I think it's a little bit barbaric that we use tools in general. Um, and I'm not just talking about, like, just smashing your face down and stuff. I mean, like, rolling around in food. That's what we really need to invest technology in. Why is it that I have to have a table? Why can't you just throw my food at me and I just like, rah? That's what killer whales are very efficient killers. They get enough to eat. They're huge. They're powerful. Why can't we act like that? Why can't we just because lunge out of the water at a seal? Because, as you explained earlier, barbarians are people who cannot read and write. Therefore, uh, killer whales are barbarians. They're also racist because... They are racist, yes. There we go. So, let's move back to the the focus of the show, which is food of cork. Of course. 
So we want you to please bear in mind that we are in the middle of a rebranding, so things may be misnamed for a few weeks. This show has... Oh, rebranding? Are you just going to add the letter X to everything to make it sound more hip? Like the... No. Extreme X-Food X-Burger. Like, no. I, like, you can get into trouble with that on the internet, where if you're like, triple X burger, people are like, oh, triple X burger. And then, like, you know, other websites come popping up. What do you mean rebranding? And I'm using the quotation marks. Once more, we state when we use quotation marks. Well, as, as we said, the show has lost its original focus. And so we are moving straight it from back. The face. Yes. We're moving it back to its real original focus of food. What's important? What if I become okay. like a Protestant and I say that the straying was actually the true path and you're just being backwards? Like, what happens then? Do we start a civil war or what? If you what don't was the other eat things that food, you, did? you die. Okay, listen. I agree with that. I think that we can agree on certain fundamentals. But the question is, has the mess hall aya come? Have we already had the food? Okay. I'm not being blasphemous. I think I've towed the line, and I have not been blasphemous. In, in that right case, now. Chris, you can start your own podcast. Wow. Well, I'm just saying, what is it that you have strayed to? Like, We're, you say that you had something, we, we and have strayed. We have strayed too far towards programming in the past. Even, okay. Even this show, we've already touched on programming, which is why we need to push it back towards food. Okay, but, like, I don't see... I just... Listen, man, we should all coexist. Food and programming can go hand in hand. Brother and sister. Yes, I'm clapping again. Deal with it. All together again. Going down my throat full of yumminess. No, that ain't no sin. No one's going to join in with this? Okay, fine. Nope. Any other questions? No, no further questions. No further done, questions. We're done with the interview part. Now we Do get I to... get a certificate for this? No. No. Do I get a printout? Do I get no. a transcript? No, we, you, you cannot failed. print podcasts. You failed. Well, I'm not a barbarian. I can read. Why can't I print? You can print, but you cannot print a podcast. Racist. Also... So, that's not my fault. Take it up with Ryan. Fine. He, he says you cannot print podcasts. Well, Ryan, also like with Matt, where I have not been in by along for some reason. Well, that's not racist. That's short, is what that is. But, okay, back to the point of hand, which okay. is food. Back. Back to it. So, first up, we have an Amish breakfast... Oh, right. Because of the interruption due to Webster, we missed this important note. I This show refuse. has notes. You can visit thenexus.tv slash CS83 to see them. And by the way, the CS stands for cooking show. Cooking show. Cooking show. Cooking show. So, first up, we have an Amish breakfast casserole. I actually made this last Saturday, and it was pretty good. It had potatoes in it and a couple of eggs and some bacon. It was relatively easy to make. Yes, this looks like a very delicious hot dish. Mm. Yes. Speaking of hot dishes... We'll get to that later. I'm just saying. Truth, truth. So let's see. We got some uh, diced bacon, a whole pound. Uh, We got some sweet onions, some eggs, uh, shredded hash brown potatoes. Yummy. You know, you got to have that uh, carbohydrates in your casserole. Uh, Otherwise, it would not be a casserole, I guess. Is that is that the technical definition of a casserole? Is it has I think carbohydrates. Well, some kind of carbohydrate anyway. Uh huh. Got some cheese. You know the definition of a casserole? Yes. Is the roll of the castle. 
Well, that is a different. You know what the role of the casa is. That that is a de- that is a different role, casa. We're talking about something else here. I'm listening. I'm just saying. So, so not only do you have cheddar cheese, you also have cottage cheese, and as a bonus, Swiss cheese. It, it was a very good recipe. Yes, I agree. So, so moving on, we next up we have the recipe of the week, which is fudgy mint chocolate no bake cookies. Mm. So imagine a no bake cookie with some mint frosting on, and then some chocolate frosting on top. Mmm. Yes, this, uh, you know, no-bit cookies are uh, kind of a specialty, you know. They don't come around too often, but, uh, you know, when they do, you just gotta eat them all up. Yes, they're good. They're easy to make and quick, too. This specific recipe, I'm just trying to find find the make time on it. Ah, it says 20 minutes prep time, 5 minutes cook time, for a total time of 25 minutes. I don't know if I believe in that. Okay, listen, listen. I'm not trying to say this. Ashley, and yes, I'm using the quotation marks because the conversation earlier, is lying to us. It just sounds kind of... It sounds a little hopeful. You know, like if you ever watch a show and they're like, oh, you can just like whip this up in five minutes. It's a lie. And you know. Like, come on. That's gotta be... Okay, uh, you gotta get out the butter and then you gotta put it on the counter somewhere it's clear. And then you gotta put on the sugar... Okay, that, well, milk you can splash around pretty quick, but then you gotta, like, reread the recipe. I'm just saying that, like, if we actually did this, we should actually make something, like, food-wise, the next time we do this, and see how long it actually takes, and then time it, and then call them all liars. Regardless of the actual The second time through, you would be faster, though, and the time after that, you'd be faster, and so each time But, but, whatever you do, do not use the microwave to measure time. I'm going to read this whole article to make sure it doesn't say that. And even if it doesn't, can we really trust this Ashley, once more I'm using quotation marks, woman, I say nay. Nay. Oh, look, it says it right there. Okay, moving along. (laughs) Hey. Still can't trust her, though. Next up, we have the website of the week, Sally's Baking Addiction. This Uh, is actually a really good website. They have uh, lots of... uh, Yes, Chris... You keep, you finish keep, up, then I'll keep, tell you. Keep going. Okay. Well, it's just you put the, the highlighter, someone has their highlighter, right between the S and the B. So, it looks like Sally spanking or spanking. They're kind of like, what does that have to do with food? Like, okay, someone out there is so addicted to spanking or spank. I'm like, spank? What? I was really concerned about where we go, but now that she's addicted to baking, that's so... Oh, it's you, Andrew. Of course <laughs> sorry! You should be sorry. Like, I'm sorry. But, like, I just... I was like, what is going on here? It's not that kind of show. It's really and, not. And and now we know who has been using Google Docs for the first time. Well, okay. Yeah, I tried before, but you deleted the document. So back to Sally's... Sally's, yeah. Baking... Addiction. Yes. Uh, she could be addicting to spanking or spanking and stuff. I mean, there's nothing wrong. Anyways, the brownie recipe on this site is pretty good. I've tried that one before, and if you browse around the different recipes, they actually have quite a few good ones on there. Uh, she seems to have a, quite a talent for making recipes. Some of them are healthy ones, some of them aren't. Uh, she has a nice wide variety of recipes there. Okay, so brownies... Let me find this specific one. I think she had some sort of a mint brownie that I made the one time. It was really good. Also, I um, 
I loaded the hashtag feats one. Feats? Well, the um, main well, side plate for CVA muzzle loader. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, okay. I, I, I believe the brownies I made were either the classic mint chocolate brownies, or I saw you had another one up there, uh, Andrew, uh, that had a swirl. A swirl. Oh, I, it may have been the ch- mint chocolate chip cheesecake brownies, too. It, one of the other of those ones. It definitely had mint in it. Yes, it had mint in it, which is why I was going for one of those, too. Okay. Mm. But it's got lots of good recipes. So, um, I want to share with you one of uh, my favorite recipes. And I've actually made this, like, two or three times. And I forget, actually, where uh, we, f- we, and by we, I mean mother, found it. Hi, Mom. How you doing? She's begowed. Wait. You know what I mean. I honestly don't, but okay. What? I'm talking right now. Don't I... interrupt me. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> so, uh, found this. I think it might have been in like a USA Today or like some sort of newspaper. Mm. And it's called Moroccan Chicken. And this stuff is really delicious. Uh, so it's, you know, you know, like we've just been to the Indian restaurant, you know, it has cinnamon, cumin, coriander, uh, cayenne pepper, but also has things like raisins. And, uh, you know, un- unlike, you know, my vegetarian, uh, sp- you know, little stint this evening, it actually does have chicken in it. It does have chicken. I did interrupt. I to point that out. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it has a very, uh, how should I say, uh, maybe not ethnic flavor, but, you know, definitely very different. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, the sauce is, is kind of runny, but, you know, it has chickpeas along with your, uh, the chicken there. Um, so, yeah. I love me some chickpea. Yes. Why do recipes always have one bay leaf in them? Have you noticed that? Well... They never say half a one. They never well, say because, two. Well, because I prefer not to be chopped up. Yeah. Because I am the bay leaf. The fair, bay leaf. Fair enough. He is he's cosmically connected to all bay leaf all around the world. And, and this is where I go, Oh, Pokemon! Oh, bay leaf, I choose you. Okay, so, um, all delicious. Um, that sounds really good. Now I'm getting hungry again. Which is a good thing because I actually graze quite quite often. Yes. Moroccan chicken. Old but useful things. Appreciation. Depreciate. So. so. Now, this hunting thing. Okay. The hunting thing. Are you going um, to point out made my bad a side grammar? plate for CVA muzzle loader. What is the first thing out of my mouth right now? Like, what do you think I'm going to say? You're probably going to complain about my bad grammar. This is you? You said you said an A someplace and there where there wasn't an A, so that was my first uh, tip that maybe you might be complaining about the grammar. I choose to use steel. Really? I used the oh, wrong the word and choose. I would say I you were, chose You were talking to me, so I was distracted while I wrote that. Maybe you should be paying attention to the podcast instead of writing really bad grammar to to inflict it on the minds of innocent civilians. Okay, can can what? I write your podcast for you? Then write I will the write podcast? this this blog for you, and I will add the completely inaccurate information about your personal life, which will really spice it up. Which is basically ninety percent of the internet, anyway. <laughs> okay, so um, tell us about this side plate. Well, it's a side plate for the side of the gun. It's actually a washer is what it amounts to being, because on your lock you have big screws that go through the hole. 
stock and they screw in on the other side so you need a washer to keep it from sinking down into the wood mm. and so way back when in your 1700s era 1600s in that era they would make a big elaborate side plate uh to act as a washer and often it was made out of brass which i actually made mine out of steel just because i had steel and no brass laying around but then actually in the percussion era in the 1800s in that time frame they went to real washers so there's really more decorative than functional mm. so that's the side plate okay but doesn't the wood because it's not um because it's not waterproof wouldn't it still absorb water anyway and still warp around the metal it the stock shouldn't hopefully be warping i mean you were going to finish it and put some sort of a stain or something on it and so mm. it's somewhat protected from the water if you go hunting and it gets wet, and then when you get home, you should hopefully wipe it down and with a rag and oil and, and keep it well cleaned. So it's not like you're keeping it in your swimming pool. Well, I don't think they really had that many swimming pools back in well, maybe it was any, like I mean, I'm not saying they didn't exist. I'm just saying that, like, generally speaking, they didn't have, like, chlorine or indoor plumbing literacy a lot of times back then. So I'm not too worried about the swimming pool. But, um, so tell us a little bit more about this. Uh, what inspired you to create it? I, and also, you're the host, so you should probably be asking. Well, you jumped in and, and jumped on this article so you could smash my bad grammar, so... <laughs> Mostly that reason, but there are others. I'm actually curious <laughs> about this. So, I want to know about this puzzle. So what inspired me? Well, I have this catalog from the track of the wolf, and it's actually a catalog. Most companies, you ask for the catalog and they send it to you for free. Track of the Wolf is different in that you actually have to pay money to get their catalog. And the reason for that is, A, it's a big thick catalog, B, they have life-size pictures of things in there, meaning they have a pictures of lock plates in there that are real life-size. And so that was how I got the design for the specific lock plate, is I used carbon paper and traced out around the plate in the catalog, and I had my shape, I tried it on the gun, and it was more or less right, and so... I held it over the piece of steel and used a sharpie and cut it out with a reciprocating saw and a hacksaw. I used the grinder. I burnt myself on the steel in my grinder instead of the scar. You shouldn't do that, by the way. Just as a little piece of advice for me to you. Don't burn yourself or scrape yourself or... Well... It, I mean, it was one of those really stupid moments when you're, like, grinding one end of steel, and, like, I'm gonna flip it over and grind the other end. I'll grab on! And it was hot. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, basically that's it. I, I finished the rough shape with the grinding, and then I've been filing lately. There's a, in the picture you can see there's some uh, spots on it that mm-hmm. I've filed out, and I've shaped it a bit more because it wasn't quite the right shape. After I drilled the holes and put screws in, it kind of was more clear where the spots need ground a little bit more. So it's it's actually shaped up pretty well now, and it's about ready to be inlaid into the stock. Awesome. So you're slowly creating. What kind of gun, though? Or is this... I mean, this isn't like, you know, one of your act, the actual guns that you use. You're you're replicating something, right? It will be a gun I will actually use when I get done with it. You're going to use a musket. I already have a muzzleloader, and I kill a deer with a thing. Okay. Which you cook. Which I cook and eat. No, I'm great with that. I would love, you know, some venison, okay? And specifically, get me, like, a big hunk of it. And I know that it's tough. But I figure if I just, like, punch it a lot, 
Like, I, I would tenderize it. And then we could make, find some sort of, like, recipe on, we, online, and we could, like, stew it in this huge vat of, like, spices and herbs with, with like, uh, dumplings. And you just, like, rip it apart. You know, the fester in its own warm juices, and then you add maybe some salt to it, maybe a little bit of curry on the side, some sort of, like, brothy mix. Then we put on a, uh, uh, well, a bay bit. leaf. Oh, always bay leaf. Of course, of course. It's implied. Okay. And then we have some, like, hot sauce on one side, like some curry. Okay. And then we all serve it over, like, uh, uh, some sort of, like, noodle medley with, like, some, some garlic butter with some, uh, uh, spicy, what's that? Wait, wait, what's that? Um, oregano. Just, like, mix it into the noodles underneath and just, like, eat the whole thing. You do that. I can bring the noodles. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, I normally average five bullets a deer, so it's probably punched and tenderized by the time it's dead. Okay, but, okay, you said that you use a musket on deer. Yes. If you use five bullets per deer, that means you have to shoot it. Put down the weapon. Clear out whatever discharge is left in it. Put down the powder, put down the ball, ram the ball down into place, remove the ram, put the ram back where it's supposed to go, pull back on the um, the hammer, uh, add the ignition, you know, a little bit there. Then you have to aim and shoot at it. What deer are you <laughs> shooting at? That is, like, do they stare at you like, dude, 21st century, people are using automatic weapons these days, and you're still using a musket? Why, thank you, Johnny Appleseed, Billy Civil War. I'm gonna, uh, Daniel Boone. There we go. Hashtag real life. Hashtag excellent reference. So you missed the patch that goes in the round ball to give it actual, so it doesn't just have all the hot gases blow by it and not really go too far. And then the ignition thing is actually just powder dumped in a pan. Okay, but still, I mean, you, you're, the steps are pretty Any, Anyways, the answer to that is we've had the last two deer that we took with muzzleloaders happen to not die fast, and they needed follow-up shots, and we had troubles. Evidently, round balls don't penetrate the skull of a deer very well. <laughs> turns out is real. Turns out you need to shoot them in the heart, which is different than a modern rifle. Typically with a modern rifle, you shoot them like at the base of the neck, and they go right down. It's not the same for the round balls. They don't penetrate. Okay. Mm. Okay. First of all, the skull at the top, not the neck. Okay, so, so we the missed. Neck, how do you hit the base of the skull? You should probably add that as in we missed. Oh, you mean like, for, I believe it's the medulla oblongata. Is that what you shoot for? Right what, what? The medulla oblongata. Uh, just something that's not moving that looks critical. Okay, that works too. That's okay. surprisingly vague, but okay. Well, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if you shoot the thing, right? Okay, so the important that's thing your... is hitting it and it penetrating and doing critical damage. Critical damage. Okay. Um. Yeah, I respect that. I'm just saying that, like, overall, you could like. Uh, I was under the impression that you always aim for either the heart or the liver on there. That's typically what happens. You're, you know, like, if a deer's just walking through the woods, you shoot for that region of the lung or the heart or something. The liver's probably gonna be a slightly slower death, even though it's still going to happen. I. Uh, but then after you get it down on the ground, they don't always die quickly. Or maybe in the case of the one, it was getting towards the end of the day, and we. Like, we shot it before shooting hours wasn't over, and then it was approaching the end of shooting hours, so we were just trying to get the thing dead so we could get it home, just skin it. 
Um, okay, but great thing about muskets, unlike modern rifles, they make really great clubs. So you shot the thing, and you went through all that effort reloading. Why don't you, you know, oh, sorry, that wasn't a good sound. So de- deer kick and deer bite. They have tiny little mouths. How much damage could they do? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you'd be surprised. I'll tell you what. You know that buffalo are incredibly dangerous animals? Well, yeah, they have horns and they're like half a ton. Deer are stupid. Like, really, really stupid. Do you know how high a buffalo can jump? Uh, they can actually go pretty high, actually. I'm, I'm glad you keep that in mind. Okay, yeah, but we're not deer hunting are, buffalo. Deer are just, like, miniature size of that. They're just still as okay. capable... That's like saying a child is just as dangerous as an adult. A full-grown male can actually no. jump pretty high. But if you said, wow, like a 12-year-old can jump really high, it's like, it's just A 12. child can pull a gun or pull a trigger on a gun just as easy as an adult can. I don't say just as. I mean, they can do it. I'm just saying it's more difficult for a child to kill, which is why I don't spit on their heads anymore that and I'm not allowed to. But anyways, back to the point at hand. Um, just seems like, you know, because it's, it's clubbing. Okay, I know that a lot of people club their food to death. Have you ever thought about doing that? Have you ever thought about, like, caveman hunting, like using a machete? I know some people do that. Typically, I use a gun. I tried a bow and arrow once and found that deer are a lot more skittish when you're within 20 yards of them and they see you pointing a funny pointy thing at them. Uh, I feel you on that. I really do. All right. So we are finished with the muscle loader? Yes, unless you have any more feedback as to my grammar. Ah, course I do, but we'll, we'll move along for now. Moving uh, on. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Do, is anyone else have any other feats? What have you been up to, Andrew? Uh, well, I've been uh, mostly trying to figure out how to cook, because, um, you know, right right now, you know, I mostly I've just been putting chicken and tater tots into the oven. You know, pretty simple, right? But, you know, maybe we can expand on that. Very good. Always, always good to expand your horizons and learn new recipes and so, uh, hey, you know, if it if it all turns out well, I uh, might quit my job and become a cook. Very nice. That sounds really stupid. Buddy. See, once you add the word buddy to something, it just sounds less dangerous. Like, wow, that is the worst plan I've ever heard, buddy. You want to, why would you want to cook for a living, though? You'd be around food all the time. All the time! All the time. So, anyways... Uh, thank you for your unsolicited advice on my life, Chris. You're welcome. I mean, that's the only advice I ever give out. If you ask me for actual advice, I, I, what do I say? What do I say? I don't care. Yeah, that's exactly what I say. So, moving on. Yes. Chris, what have you been up to? Any feats that you have done? Since? Since the last? Last, last maybe week or two? Oh, well, um... I'm thinking, oh, apart from the throwing up, well, that wasn't really much of a feat. I didn't get it. Okay. Uh, I, tomorrow I'm going on an Easter egg hunt. And unfortunately, I will not be one of the hunting for the eggs. I will be, I will be simply an adult in the area while children. And you don't even hunt for children. Like, I understand. Well, and, Unless and, one gets lost. And there will be no guns or bows and arrows. I've noticed that when you approach a child, what's Okay, you're gonna have to speak up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really get that. Okay, we're giving Chris a second to recover so he can explain. I have noticed that when you approach Chuck with a bone and arrow, after, you know, spitting on him, as we mentioned before, with a bone and arrow, and you're within 20 yards of them, and you point something sharp. 
make it skittish. And in many ways, deer are exactly like small children. <laughs> okay, Chris, you cannot do cannibalism. Yeah, we've we've talked about that. But the universe. No, it no. Doesn't, it doesn't cover that. It doesn't cover cannibalism. You said that this was an uncensored network. Like, well, the FCC. Spanking. Uh, uh, the FCC doesn't invade our podcast. Well, mm, mm, well, we discussed invading tonight as well, but we're we're, ta- we're supposed okay. to be talking about food. There will probably not be food at this Easter egg hunt thing, and then I have work where I will probably not. Maybe I pro- pro- I might not be eating there either, which means I'm putting off food eating again. I only eat like one meal a day, these, and that's just it's not healthy. I do too, but only on the weekends. Why and not? and by only on the weekends, pretty much Saturday. How does that work for you? Uh, it works pretty well. Um, I just have to have something to distract me. <laughs> like someone outside your window. I'm waving my hands too. No, it's gonna have to be uh, more involved than that. Video games. Video games, yes. And walking around the park. So, perhaps you can try one of those new recipes and, and have three meals on Saturday, next Saturday, which is tomorrow. So, and uh, while I am walking around the park... And while I am cooking, I can listen to some Bach. So thank you for all the backers and supporters of the open Goldberg variations and the well-tempered Clavier Kickstarter projects. So so uh, I've been listening to these almost to an unhealthy amount for about the past two weeks. So we uh, don't have any feedback this week for the podcast. Well, aside from the uh, blog post. Ghost dear. Ghost deer. Ghost deer. You. You said you watched. You said you listened to that episode of the Extra Dimension. How is that feedback to this? Well, you know, ghost. If you know. Okay, I I listened to the episode of the Extra Dimension, but I forget that reference. So it's not important. Okay, it's not important. Wow. Anyways, if you want to submit feedback, you can do that at. The Nexus.tv slash is it CS? Yes, CS. CS for cooking show. 83. And, and go ahead and you know click that link there underneath all of our beautiful faces. Yes. Or like Fox. Fox. As you are on there, I think. Did I did I do a fox or my real face on that one? Actually I think you did do your real face on that one. Okay. So and as always, today is International Backup Awareness Day, so back up all your recipes, you know, take out the index cards from that little metal box, you know, put them into a copier and just make them all duplicated. Yes, very important to keep those recipes safe. And we'd also like to remind you that Regal Podcast host Andrew Bailey is getting married next week. As per his network's requirements, he can no longer appear on any podcasts, nor talk to any other members of the network. By extension, this will be the last thing you hear from him, and the last thing he ever does. Ever. He has won. Go for it. Say your last words to the podcast. Well, it's been a uh, good time, you know, in this network, you know. Um, so, yeah, I just want to thank you all. It's been quite an honor there, there. to be on this, on this show and on this podcasting network. I love you guys. You know, you'll be in my mind forever. <laughs> Does it matter that my unsolicited advice to you at this point is to not get married? 
Like, can I just put that out there and not get accused of being racist? Well, you know how Noel is going to tie No! 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 Wow, that was probably really loud. I'm sorry about that, but no. I will start you, spitting on small children. I will hunt them you, like small you just, buffalo. You just thought that was a, a missions trip? No, that's yeah. a honeymoon. If you'll excuse me, I need to research whether or not it's first-degree murder to hunt someone down and kill them. So I'm doing this for your good. A spadowed in a no woman ass. So, so what do you think, Steve? Well, I hope that you have fun, Andrew, and that uh, you are having fun doing nothing ever again on the podcast show, and that uh, yeah, my life will be really that. my life will be really boring. So uh, yeah, this will be the last fun I ever have in my life. Well, at least you have good memories of time with Chris and and uh, and I and I have whoa. You have whoa. Well, no, it just said, you just said, I hope you have. Once more, grammar. You have, that means going forward. Okay. okay. I'm not so you were still sitting. In this marriage whatsoever. You were still funny. sitting right next to Andrew. Yes. And will be for at least a couple of seconds after the podcast oh, is over. So you now. were still having Oh, look having at this prophet, Stephen. Oh, look. I already stood up. So, now what? Now, now we're going to watch you to see if you sit down anytime this evening. And if you do, we're going to go, aha. So, uh, before this turns bloody and violent... Just say something here before we wrap this all up. If I was not too lazy, I would walk out that door right now to prove a point. But and you would sit down in your car. I am so tired And then right you now. just I sat just down next away. to Andrew. So, so uh, yeah, let's uh, wrap this all up. So, since this will be my final words on the network, have a good one and goodbye. Goodbye, Andrew. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun 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 dun.